Right, and I want to bring up something. So Atlanta had a big discussion last year and the year before about uh, culture content in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Isaac Hayes III started it on social media. Right. All of a sudden, everybody was talking about it. Like, you know, why isn't MTV here? Why isn't BET here? Why isn't Revolt here? Why isn't this here? Complex. How do you, right, companies. complex vibe, whatever. Like, we can go on and on. What do you think is the reason why there is absence of big media companies in Atlanta that are for the culture, even though we're the number one export of, of the, the culture? culture? Because they don't want the culture to control the culture. Which it's definitely still a black and white thing. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm straight up with that. It's definitely a black and white thing. Half these companies that you have are, are white owned. You think they're gonna come down here and give black people that much more power? See what I'm saying? Like you can't put things together without all the pieces. So it might be that one young cat that's coming up that has respect from everybody that can convince everybody to be like, let me show y'all something. Give me a thousand dollars a piece and watch what I can do. Yeah. Boom. Oh, he did it. We listen to him. You our leader now. That's one thing that even with me, like I didn't join in our Isaac Hayes thing when, when it came to that because I... So you didn't join in on the conversation then? No, not really because it was like one of them things like, um, I get it. I like to listen and sit back. You know what I'm saying? But I've never had problems interviewing people. Like people want to interview with me. Mm. It's not a situation where... It, but, it's, but it's the conversations that we have. Yeah. See what I'm saying? It's different. You can't, you can't put me in no, no, no box with nobody else. I feel like if I did the morning show, I would... I would whoop. Just like I'm doing at night. That's just my personality. Mm-hmm. I'm up to go against anybody. Like, I would love to go against the Breakfast Club. I think I would beat their ass on radio because of the context, the content. Like, mm-hmm. reality is, it's like, I think they do amazing interviews online. I think their online presence is amazing. Mm-hmm. I think they're dope as hell online. Mm-hmm. But your show is. Yeah. I listen to the show. The way you win is you have to be about the people. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand that concept, you're going to lose. I won't give a about interviewing nobody in this city, no rapper, no nothing. My number's not gonna change. Cause them folks wanna conversate with me every day. It ain't got nothing to do with you. I learned now that right. like having them long interviews with artists, no, what you what you got going on, this, this, and this. I'm cutting, I'm giving you two, two, two minute breaks. Two, yeah. And then everything else I'm putting online. Do you feel like you would need a team? Because we've seen yes. you work with other personalities and, and and y'all were winning mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason i don't know y'all didn't work out but i also i mean no i mean i know you're speaking on the et mm-hmm. et dirty boys thing i mean it comes a time where we we had a run for 10 years like he decided that he wanted he felt like he would have more opportunity over here i didn't feel the same way i i i went over there with him just like let me see what they're talking about their numbers weren't looking like i wanted them to look you know what i'm saying um yeah. and radio won't offer me more money to stay so I stay where the money is. I got kids. Like, I'm, like I love them. That's my dog. It's no hard. There's no ill feelings. Sometimes you won't have to split from the people that you're around. Yeah. It's called separation. It happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you either fail or you grow. Mm-hmm. It depends on how you are. You either capable or incapable. Mm-hmm. It's one of them things. Same thing. Like, I'm not going to lose. Like, I'm not going to fail. And everybody does what that was best for them at that moment. Yeah, you have to. So if you had to build your dream team to compete, to be the number one morning show in the country. In the country, who will be on your dream team? Mm, see, that's that's hard. I mean, I, I would definitely, it would definitely, definitely be me and DJ Cash still, because I just feel like okay. Cash just adds Cash. such an element. And the reason why I say that is that, like, I've learned so much from Cash. Like, it's different from when you come from New York and, and the different people that you meet and the people mm-hmm. that you discuss things with and you kick it with. Right. It's like he's taught me so much. Learning different foods, African foods, Haitian right. foods, Jamaican food, like, all of that. Like, the he's culture. taught me so much. So I feel like he owns, like, he, he, and he embodies, he embodies music and lyrics. Like, I understand people's strong point. I'm not going to try to be him. 
Mm. I'm gonna put somebody. I'm gonna find people that's that's that I'm weak at. Where I'm weak at to let them be the star of that. Mm, and right. I think that's one thing that you learn from being a leader. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Creating a dream team because right. it's like who's good at what. So. What other goals do you have this decade? As you um, continue to elevate on the business side, entrepreneurial side, management even personal. Side. Um. Well, I don't know about well, this decade. I'm definitely probably end up getting married. Um, I'm done with kids. I got my kids. <laughs> um, you got them. Um, just, I mean, just elevating the business, like elevating business, and, and just and continue. Well, one thing I want to do, I want to start motivational speaking. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, my boys be saying, you, "Boy, you can get a check. Boy, you preach, boy." Like, your daddy was a pastor. Like, all you doing is preaching to the people about yeah, trying to get them to do better. Listen. So, if you understand the concept of what a preacher does and convince you that you need to go to church and you need to do this, you need to do that. All you gotta do is have a mouthpiece and mm-hmm. have a story. You gonna you win. definitely got that mouthpiece. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I just like even the people that sometimes it's discouraging because I didn't go to college, so I speak with a little different twang, and you know what I'm saying? I might use the proper words, but listening to um, E, one of the uh, big guys is out there doing it. He's like, bro, you have to speak to people on their level. Et, yeah, yeah, like Et, like he's super dope. Like he's like, yo, no, don't change that shit. He said, I wrote a book, and I wrote it for the black kids, but then I let somebody re-edit the book. I don't know if this is the right story, but re-edit the book. Now it doesn't relate to them because it doesn't sound like them. Do you think is contributing to that mindset? Of I um, uh, or being single, you know, being single is glorified more than being in a relationship. Like we kind of see relationships coming back with the Gucci's and the offsets, but I, I think majority of it is that you have to be open with your spouse. Mm. I think communication is everything. Let's backtrack on this conversation. Okay, on How's your dating experience in Atlanta? Um, is Stewie single? Stewie is seeing someone. Okay. Oh, yay. Yeah. I don't know why that just made me so warm and fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was easy. So it was like one of them things is like um, just taking responsibility for being a man and having to deal with a relationship. Mm-hmm. That would be something that you have to do and that you want to do, but that comes into meeting somebody that you care enough about. Mm-hmm. And in relationships, it's a partnership. Right. If you don't bring them to the table, I told people I'm not dating outside my tax bracket. They were like, mm-hmm. why fucked up? Well, either you have potential to be in my tax bracket or you don't. Yeah. Capable or incapable <laughs> people. Right. I'm not about to be, if I'm capable, I'm not about to be with somebody incapable. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. what's the point? I'm feeding, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving, and you just taking, taking, taking. Well, what happened when I make a wrong mistake and I done gave you everything and you ain't got to be able to come back or help out or put back in a situation? No, it's a but partnership. But that Honda could be a Porsche. It could day. be. Could but be. you have to have potential and train like it's a Porsche. So you're saying you also date the potential of that person elevating to a different But that comes with bracket. conversation. They have to, you have to see them helping themselves yeah, first. You gotta, okay. I gotta see something. Yeah. I gotta see something. Like, you know what I'm saying? people still got a chance if they have potential. Yeah, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying like, I, I'm not like just really dogging everybody because everybody <laughs> got different standards and everything. Yeah. Like, of course I'm older, so of course I'm gonna be way more savage than a woman that I meet is younger. What is one lyric or verse that really has stuck with you over the years? Ooh. You I, love I, music, all ca- catalogs of music. It, it, you know what, it's different now. I can say it's different now because the music doesn't move me, the people do. So it's like, now that I'm in the game and like my friends have changed and the people I talk to, it's like, that's what kind of changes me more. Mm-hmm. That's what sticks out because lyrics, Lyrics can always be, it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. So, it's so not, like, no song sticks out as, like, man, like, that really hit different back then. I mean, like, of course, like, like I always, I always them off, like, Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. Mm-hmm. I always tell that people, I always tell people that, like, if you keep on complaining, you keep on hitting your head, you keep on, you got something to say about everybody that's in your circle. Maybe it's you. Yeah. Mm. Maybe you need to take responsibility and say, am I doing something wrong? Can I do something better? 
Like, self-evaluation is the one thing that a lot of people lack in this country, period. Mm. People, period, self-evaluation. I don't need nobody to tell me where I'm fucking up at. Right. So when you look at all your accomplishments, what do you want your legacy to stand for? Man, ain't no, ain't no ceiling to your life. It's no roof. Sky's the limit. You can do whatever you want to do as long as you want to do it. Even if I decide right now I want to get in real estate, guess what? I'm capable of doing that. Capable. I'm capable of, like, you know what I'm saying, being a big million-dollar investor mm. in five years. I've seen 50 Cent. I've seen artists. I've seen Juicy J. I've seen all those people make business deals that was something they believed in that they understood and changed their life. And it wasn't the music. It was, of course, the, the boat as far as, like, the ship mm. to take you there. But those investments were something that you risked and that you wanted to believe in that you wanted to do. Mm. I've seen people's lives change, so it's possible. Mm -hmm. So being that you've been in the industry so long and you are a lover of people, are there any artists that you've seen way, you saw the potential way before anybody else did? You were like, I know they're going to blow. Like, and people might not have believed you or caught on, but you were like, I know this is it. Y'all just not on it yet. Um, I've caught a lot of people's careers and, if, and how long they were going to last. Um, of course, the closest person everybody know, I was always with Future. Mm. Like, Future first song popped in St. Louis. It wasn't in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody, people still in St. Louis probably think Future is from St. Louis. That's how we got close. Because I'm like, bro, you popping. He's like, what? No, I'm not. This is for Racks and Racks. He had a song called Notice Me that was popping in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. I came back home. I was like, bro, you popping in St. Louis. He's like, what? Like, man, Notice Me is one of the biggest songs out there. Bro, you, you got it. You it. And I think I was on that mixtape, too. Like, I was on, people don't even know I was on 1000. That was a mixtape before Racks on Racks with Future. Yeah. So me and him been rocking. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the people that was just always like, bro, you talented. Like, you, I fuck with you because you sing and you sing about girls and you stay in your lane. You ain't talking about selling dope. Mm -hmm. You ain't talking about shooting nobody. Mm -hmm. You sing about women. Yeah. And people fuck with you and they respect you for it. You ain't never switched up and tried to be something you wasn't. And I got love for you for that. So that's a different type of relationship. Me and 2 Chains, I've been knowing him for a long time. Like, even before Ludacris popped. So that's 20 years. You know what I'm saying? And seeing 2 Chains grow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a lot of the young cats, thug, you know what I mean? Like, I just see better in people, you know what I mean? So it's different, like, well, back to what you were saying was, like, lyrics and, and stuff like that. Like, conversation with Kevin Gates has changed. Like, this new conversation I just had with him about just, like, protecting your energy and, um, and having a wife and having stability, like, that hit home more than anything. Mm. See what I'm saying? This past conversation I just had with Kevin. Mm. And just see where he's at right now and being able to see his fluctuates, fluctuations in his life. Yeah. Of being angry and then being cool and being like this and being like that. Then I've been knowing you since Club Miami. And then he might see me and might not talk to me. But it's just like different moves. And where he's at now, he's been his happiest and he's at his peace. Mm -hmm. But he understood he had to heal. So like with your own personal journey, even with your weight loss, like mm -hmm. you look amazing. Sure. I, I remember when you started like a year ago or whatever, you was like, I'm chubby, I'm about to lose my little yeah. weight. But what... Tell us about your own journey to healing and your own self-elevation. Like, what has that been like for you? I think one of the biggest things is, like, my last trip to DR. I didn't go down there with no females. I went in there to do my job. I stayed by myself. If I wasn't That was Memorial Day weekend last year? Yeah. If mm -hmm. I wasn't performing and doing stuff, you know what I'm saying? I was just by myself, and I had to think about, like, who are you? I've been in radio since I was 16, so I think my whole life, I came to the conclusion that my whole life I've been doing what everybody else wanted me to do mm. whatever, or whatever I thought everybody wanted from me and not what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So that idea of now where I'm at, like, I don't give a fuck, I'm going to speak my mind. This is my opinion. I'm, I can have my opinion. So with that attitude with your craft, you know, having those relationships with the futures, the two chains and all of them, sometimes being a personality, and this is go back to the conversation with, um, 
the media not being here. Mm-hmm. A lot of people feel like because media is so buddy buddy with the artists we don't ask those questions or we play it safe in our interviews mm. do you feel like you've ever taken that approach or no. have you always been like asking no. them stewie gonna ask you no don't come to my show if you want me to ask you. you're not about to come to my show and tell me what i can and, what and I how do ask. you maintain those relationships after because, asking those because i questions. respect them enough to be like you know i gotta ask that right i'm gonna ask in respect the way i ain't gonna make you look crazy right i ain't gonna drive on it but I'd be a fucking fool to let you on my platform to ask you a question that the whole world wants to know, mm-hmm. and then I don't ask it. It's gonna yeah. make me look crazy. Yeah. I'd rather not interview you. Yeah. If you gonna make that, if you if you'll be that upset about me asking that question, then let's not do the interview. 